If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za. I must tell you, when I had a look at Multifamily Residential Rental Association, I thought, whoa, hold on. What is this? How does it work? And what does it mean? So, yes, I mean, I know you've had a bit of a tongue twister as well with the Sam Rose and the Sam Rose, and they all all seem to blend into each other. Pardon me. Yeah, also just a big thanks to all the listeners, to those of you who stayed on and sat fast for um, the conversation. I know that Bafana Bafana and um, the Eagles are pretty much into the start of their game. Um, Right. So thank you you so much for staying on and, and obviously for listening. Um, so to dive straight into it and, and just to talk around the what we are. So SAMRA is an independent association that's effectively an industry body. And as you've mentioned, there was a group of 13 members um, or institutional landlords, and I'll touch on that in a little bit, that came together um, who specifically operate in the residential rental asset class um, and decided to actually start up this association to give multifamily residential rental better representation in the market. Now, what that actually means, and and I suppose it's unpacking the definition of what multifamily actually entails. And the best way to simplistically describe it is it's these large-scale housing estates or developments that you see going up um, all over the place at the moment, but that are for rental specifically or rental only and commonly um, owned and operated by single institutional landlords, but that also tend to attract um, significant amounts of capital into those investments. Hmm. Um, so that's that's effectively the what we are. The I suppose the story in terms of the purpose and the aim of the association is we're effectively trying to further institutionalize this asset class. So we're trying to grow it in South Africa. We're trying to get institutional capital to stand up and take notice of what it is that multifamily actually offers and delivers on and for them to start supporting it and to help that growth story going forward. Mm. I'm glad that you mentioned this because it's the first time that we have a regulatory body and some might sit back and think, oh, intriguing. What caused the delay? And maybe more importantly, what role does this particular industry body also serve in terms of representing the rights, responsibilities and the functions uh, of this important uh, um, area of, of, I guess, property development, but also just, you know, social um, um, advancement? Exactly. And I think, you know, having listened to the show in the few minutes before, you touched on so many important points there just around access to social infrastructure, um, affordability and earnings of people in the current economic climate, um, access to housing. And I suppose that's where we fit in at the end of the day. Um, And when looking at the, the South African housing landscape, I think it's definitely faced with its challenges. We all know that housing hasn't necessarily been prioritized in the way that it should have been, that the demand for quality, affordable housing, and specifically in the low to middle income uh, market, hasn't necessarily been fulfilled um, and and doesn't necessarily tie up with the demand um, for people who want to to live in quality, affordable housing developments at the end of the day. I think what we're trying to do as an organization, and it's not necessarily to play a regulatory role, but we're definitely 
trying to better organize the role between public and private sector when it comes to delivery of affordable housing in this market. Mm. And when you look at the housing market, um, affordable housing, it is a big umbrella. Multifamily is just one component that sits within that, but obviously I think a fairly critical and important component that sits underneath that that larger umbrella. As I mentioned, it is specific to rental. Um, it is very much owned by single landlords and by specialists in the market. But the whole premise is to effectively start bringing people who have lived on the periphery into areas of work, major metropoles, um, more urbanized suburban living and giving them access to either social amenity or infrastructure or business opportunities and job opportunities that they wouldn't commonly actually have access to. Um, So taking a step back, Yes, we're an association. Yes, we're an industry body. We are not a regulator, but I think the view is to work very closely with the regulators and policy setters to actually, going forward, unlock the potential that affordable housing and multifamily rental has in South Africa. Mm. And and perhaps you can continue to guide me here, yeah, Miles, just in terms of, again, the theme of multifamily homes. Um, in my mind, I'm thinking the rights of Calgro M3, who uh, often constructed affordable houses uh, in various parts of, of, of South Africa, primarily within the Gauteng province. And what I'm keen to link this to is, you know, what we as South African consumers need to be mindful of in terms of your role and function, that if one is leasing a, um, a multifamily property or home um, and needs some kind of, you know, protection, from the landlord, guidance in terms of uh, uh, rental agreements, uh, uh, and even in the world we live in with bad weather conditions where insurance of over such properties also needs to be taken care of, uh, how do South Africans who stay in multifamily homes effectively play a proactive part in protecting the interest of the properties that they stay in? So, so I think at the end of the day, for the landlord, a happy tenant is a good performing property. Mm-hmm. And looking after the needs and the rights of our tenants, I think, is paramount in that process. Um, it's very much a reciprocal relationship between landlord and tenant and understanding what can be delivered from the property owner side and what is needed from the tenant side. And bridging that gap and I suppose, you know, where, where we look at this association in terms of educating institutional investors or asset managers and trying to bring capital into the space and even the broader property sector, I think as landlords, there's a responsibility to also educate the tenant base and people who who stay and live in their homes at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So there, there are ways and means um, in terms of protections to tenants, um, in terms of being a regulated space. Um, and area of the property sector, there are obviously laws and regulations that do sit in place to protect tenants. But I suppose this is part of the journey and part of the story is getting to a point where people who live in these buildings or at these properties can be happy. And that triggers good behavior and I suppose a positive story. As soon as you stay in a complex or an estate that you like to stay in, you have a vested interest and you're going to start looking after the estate. You're going to feel house proud about being there. But then it also starts to spill over and it, it starts to drive a sense of community as well. So the way that we view it as an association is this is definitely a partnership. It's a partnership between the landlord and the property owner. It's a partnership with the tenant or the inhabitants that stay 
at the buildings. And as I've mentioned, it's a bigger partnership in a South African context um, with both government and also privately held or privately owned buildings and estates. Ah, fantastic, which is very important to understand that it impacts all of us. So in other words, if we don't sit on the body corporate just yet, (laughs) do we need to change (laughs) our minds? (laughs) Because you're reminding us just how critical and important that is, right? When we don't attend those meetings. So, Miles, you can tell I'm guilty. Exactly. And there's always ways and means and platforms for tenants to have their voice heard and, and vice versa for them to also have known what the requirements are, both from a regulatory standpoint or from an owner standpoint as well. So when we look at this collective group, I think the one thing that stands out is that it's very much about the quality of stock that is delivered. It's about an offering that gives the tenant base and that rental market quality in in terms of housing, but also quality in terms of service and looking Mm -hmm. after their needs and the management of the complexes that they stay in. 100%. 100%. Uh, and I guess to close off with Miles, if we take a look at the you know the journey going forward, so far as you've mentioned uh, 40 billion rand worth of assets uh, that uh, you're taking care of and uh, of course this is likely going to grow significantly. Uh, what's the plan? What's the trajectory, I guess, uh, f- for the next 12 to 18 months? Yeah, so I think the short term is to definitely get the story out there and, and as I said, it's to inform the market and to, to some degree to educate it as to what multifamily residential rental actually offers and um, both from a risk perspective and also from a return perspective are that it's always deemed to be a high risk asset class or a high risk investment where we've seen um, everything but the opposite. It's, it's actually through the property cycle and even through the COVID period come back to be a relatively low um, risk asset class and, and subset of the property sector. And from a return standpoint, has performed extremely well um, when compared to other property types during those difficult periods. So in terms of being defensive and, and resilient, um, I think it's demonstrated a lot more than what was potentially understood by um, the property sector and by investors as well. So for us, it's it's definitely to look to get the story of growth out there to help people understand better what it means to invest into multifamily residential. And these are all important little parts of that story. Um, you know, this is a truly sustainable and, and I suppose inclusive asset class. As you've mentioned, it touches everyone and all stakeholders from the public to government to um, private sector, um, tenants, property owners, mm. councils, it's fairly, fairly broad in terms of its touch points. And I think it's to make sure that we all come together um, and actually, like I say, better organize ourselves to make sure that we can deliver on on what it is that we intend to. 100%. Miles, truly appreciate your time this evening and uh, being so generous, but not only with your time, but the information that you're sharing with us today as we really do build up a better understanding of the South African Multifamily Residential Rental Association. So we all need to play a part, especially those who stay within multifamily residential structures, privately owned by the government, and as you mentioned, a wide variety of subsets that it covers. We look forward to touching base with you in future as to how this grows and develops, and most importantly, the changes that we can implement to have a better impact on the livelihoods of South Africans. Thank you so much, Miles. If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za.